your boy Danny. <clears throat> Run the morning come up show. Doing something very special today. Two episodes. Two awesome episodes. It's gonna be a fun one. Today. It's our 50th anniversary. And I can't wait. I can't wait. To do it with you guys hard. So hard. I'm gonna do you guys hard. I'm gonna do you guys hard. I'm gonna do you so hard. gonna do you guys oh i'm gonna do you guys so hard today you know what let's get it cracking yeah let's go back to intermission oh yeah it's our 50th Anniversary. It's our fifty Yeah. It's our fiftieth anniversary, and I'm horny. It's our fiftieth, and goddamn I'm horny. It's our fiftieth anniversary. It's our fiftieth. Anniversary, I'm horny, babe. I'm horny, girl. Yeah. As you know, it's our 50th anniversary. And we want to do something special today. So what we're doing is... are doing two episodes today two episodes one with just me and then one with me and Michael but what we're going to do special this morning is the audience the watchers the lurkers are going to be able to uh, say to me what they want me to make a song about do it for you live improvisation for you so yeah it's a special one today so good morning to everybody out there um you know let's just get after it from the jump uh guys to know that these 50 episodes have meant so much to me that I said listen let's do something super special let's let's do two episodes 
that are really fun for the audience. Because if it wasn't for the audience, we wouldn't really be here. And I wouldn't be able to do this, uh, you know, full time. So I can't thank you guys enough for everything that you guys have done for me and have done for my brother. You guys are the reason that, you know, we're, we're, we're doing this. Um, but yeah, so I completely am going to turn this episode over to you guys where you guys can go in the comment section, uh, and give me an idea that you want saying about, I mean, I have to approve it. I have to approve it. Um, and give me an idea to, to do a song. I want to do a musical special to top off our 50th anniversary to jumpstart it. So go ahead put them in the chat uh, I'm going to try and do as many as I can this is purely going to be a you know like a music episode but with some talk in the beginning so so you guys know I went to the doctor yesterday got my diabetes checked up um, they said I'm doing good um my A1C was a little bit higher this time around. So I was like, oh, shit. But when I went in there, they said, uh, this is the funniest thing. So this is my new doctor. I, I got new insurance. Um, so I had to go there and actually figure out, you know, what's going on with my insurance. So that what they said was, uh, you know, once you start making a certain amount of money, you have to get a different insurance. But whatever. Fuck that shit. I hate it. So I went in there and the first thing she asked me, she says, she was kind of mean at first. And she was kind of just like, why are you in here? And I was like, oh, I'm just like, you know, just getting checked out. Um, she was like, okay, all right, that's fine. And then she was like, um, so what's up with your weight right off the bat? She was like, what's up with your weight? And I was like, damn, dude, this lady just fucking sunned me. She goes, what's up with your weight? I said, hey. Hey, lady, I'm, f I'm fat. What is what is it? She goes, yeah, but how long have you been fat? And then she was just like, I was like, damn, bro. And then she said fat, but then said overweight. And I was like, okay. Did, you, did my doctor, did my new doctor just call me a fat piece of shit? And then she was like, no, like, how long have you been overweight? I was like, you know, like, kind of since, like, I had, like, my nervous breakdown or whatever. She was like, all right, tell me about that. So I went in, uh, I went into, yeah, I went into this whole diatribe of, uh, trying to explain why I was fat. And it even got to the point where I tried to make a joke where I was like, you know, my whole life I've been dummy thick. I said this to a doctor with like six degrees. Okay. I said this to a doctor with like six degrees. And the look on her face, she could not have been more um, not amused at all. Like, not amused at all whatsoever. And it was really hard for me to, like, get a grasp on it and to fully understand. Um, like, why is, why is this woman, like, coming at me so hard? 
And then I looked at her like Zoc. You got, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a thing called ZocDoc where like you can go on there and like find doctors within your insurance. And I looked up like her reviews, and her reviews were all like, "Yo, she, like she's mad straightforward. Like this is not a doctor for somebody uh, with like thin skin." So I was like, "All right, all of this adds up." So after I was like, "Yeah, like you know, my whole life I kind of been dummy thick, and it was straight crickets." Not one thing from this doctor. I don't know why I said dummy thick to a doctor. Um, but after that, she kind of settled in and she was like, all right, so what do you do for a living? I was like, well, I'm, uh, I'm like, uh, I always say that I'm a comedian because like, I don't know if like podcaster and personality is like caught on yet. Maybe it has, but I'm like, oh, I'm like an online comedian. And she goes to me, she goes. Okay. She goes, you're an online comedian? And I said, yeah. She, and then she was like, oh, like, you do that for a living? And I was like, uh-huh. She was like, uh-huh. Every comedian that I have as a patient is depressed. And I was like, one, you're right. Two, listen, lady, how dare you? How dare you tell me that I'm depressed, even though I'm on Lexapro? So I was kind of like on guard the entire time. I was like, God damn. Like, uh, there was this book about like this one teacher that would go, um, one teacher that would pretend to go on vacation. And then she would like dress up like a bitch and like come back and like be a bitch to like all the kids. I don't remember the names of those books, but that's what it was. So I was like, hey, lady, listen, I want you to know two things about me. One, I am dummy thick, and two, I am depressed. So she was like, listen, this is what I want for you. We're going to figure this out, and we're going to get you less thick. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, thank you so much. Then I had to do an EKG where they do, I'll even show you. I don't know if I'm going to get banned, but you see they shave, like, your things. They shave, like, leads off of you, and uh, they put the thing on. And while I was getting that done, um, the nurse practitioner came in and was like, oh, you got a big belly. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Ladies, I get it. Why am I getting constantly sunned in here? Everyone's calling me dummy fat thick. And I said, listen, okay, I know. I'm double cheeked up. I know I got meat in all the right places. I know that if I drink a milkshake, my booty's going to clap for a month. I know these things. I know this very, 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 very much. But I just need to know. Do you think that that's like kind of like normal? I kind of appreciated the approach, but that was like what my whole day was. And then they took blood out of my hand. You see? They they herded me. They sticked me. And they, they slapped me. Lady slapped me so hard. I was like, yo, like, am I getting my blood taken? Or, like, are we getting fucking H-bombed right now? I was like, are we going to the moon? Because this, the way this woman was slapping my hand was one, like, if it was, like, 1920s and, like, I broke a rule in the house. 
you know, and then like your caretaker like spanks your hand. Or we were about to do so much heroin together that it was going to be outrageously insane. But yeah, but she just kept going like. <laughs> and I was like, damn, dude, it sounds like we're clapping cheeks in here. Slap daddy my hand like that. I've never had blood taken out of my hand, too, and that was fucking weird. Because I, I guess she couldn't find a vein in my arm, but I could see, like, three big mumbo-jumbies right there. Just take take that blood from the from the boy. You know what I'm saying? Take my blood from the boy. But they said, nah, man, they're just going to do um, my hand. And I have this thing that if I look at myself get blood taking, uh, taken out of me, I will faint. It's happened multi-times. Um, I think I might have told this story on the basement yard, but I can't remember. But one time they were taking my blood, and I was looking at it. And my heart uh, was going like, beep, beep, beep. Then that shit just started going, beep. Boop. Bop. Peep. I was like, yo, what's going on? And like my heart rate went from like 90 something to like 40 something. And I was starting to pass out. And the doctor uh, looks at me and goes, are you going to pass out? And instead of, yeah, just go. Call my, call my mom. And I passed out, I guess, for like two seconds. That's it never happened to me in any other situation in my life. This is the only time this has ever happened to me. Uh, that looking at my fucking, yeah, my fucking heart rate started to sound like Hanson. I was like, what the hell is going on? That was the most convinced I was going to die ever in the history of my life. Because what happened was... The thing just kept going. Now, now, like, code blue stuff is, like, going on. And I just see more and more people coming in. And I'm looking at the doctors. I was like, is this, is this for real? Like, is this happening? Am I dying right now? Is this where I go to sleep, sleep, night, night? Forever? Is this where I go sleepy, sleepy, tuck me in, gonna go see Jeebus? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get wings after this. It'll be a thick-ass fucking cherub up there in heaven. I was like, is this going to happen? And I went to sleep, was convinced I was dead for about two seconds. I woke up and they were like, oh, we lost you there for a second. And when she said we lost you there for a second, I thought I died. Legit thought I died. Legit thought I died. You know what I'm saying? So my blood got taken. Um, it wasn't too bad. I hum when I get my blood taken. I turn my head. I'm like, and the reason I do that is because if it gets any worse, if I start going like, I can tell my body, I know I'm passing out. So I have to be in rhythm. I have to be in rhythm when I'm going. So that was, you know, my my gauge of if I'm going to die or not today. 
and I didn't die, which was great. You know what I mean? I lived, I came out, I just got all my blood tests back like two hours ago. Um, and I looked at them all like morning, I guess before I, you know, I had to prep for the show and everything, but yeah, but that was my day yesterday. Um, I've just been putting my body through a lot of stress with like the driving from Florida to New York. Um, and then, you know, it's a lot when you get a new insurance and like you have to go and fucking see like a ton of new doctors because all of your doctors just disappear into the night. They're gone when you get new insurance. They're like, okay, see ya. Oh, we don't take this. Remember all that stuff we've done together? Never happened. I'm like, hey guys, this fucking sucks. I don't really understand how insurance works. Are they like, it's like you need it, you know, because you just don't want to like pay $14,000 to like have somebody look at your butthole. And I get that. But what are we doing here? You know, what are we doing? And I'm one of those people that go to the doctor. I get this from my dad where I'm just constantly making jokes. Um, and I could tell that this particular doctor uh, wasn't, they weren't hitting the same. They, they slapped different with this, uh, with this particular doctor. But yeah, but letting you guys know I'm in good health. Um, I got a COVID test yesterday because I was feeling a little <laughs> coffee. But um, turns out I don't have COVID. I don't know how, I mean, knock on wood, dog. Your boy, who is just like, you know, afraid of everything. I thought it was a wrap for your boy. Like, I would definitely have gotten COVID, but I haven't gotten it um, that I know of yet. But there was one time where I was convinced I had it very, very early on. Coming back from uh, Frankie Alvarez's uh, bachelor party. I got deathly sick, and then the world shut down like three days later. So you put two and two together. I had that vid. Live and in living color. Full on vid. Blown. Um, but yeah, man. That's why I, I, I just... If you can get insurance, try to get it. But just know that finding a new doctor is a goddamn nightmare. Um, you know? But listen. We all know how to jumpstart this episode. And I saw one that said... Uh, here's going to be the first song. The first song is going to be, and listen, if you're just coming in uh, to the show, you can type what kind of song you want me to make. We're celebrating our 50th anniversary episode, and what I'm doing is I'm having the fans give me ideas for a song, and I'll do it. Uh, The first one, let's see. I saw it up here, and I thought it was pretty funny. Um... This is from Ben Dog sixty nine sixty nine, love it. He said, "Mr. Goat, I'm assuming that's me." He goes, "Can you do a rap about a gay guy realizing he's straight?" And you want to know what I said to that one hundred percent. So, Ben Dog sixty nine sixty nine says, "Can you do a rap about a gay guy realizing he's straight?" And I think I could do it. Here we go. <clears throat> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. All my gay MCs come to the front. <laughs> All my gay MCs come up to the front. All my gay MCs come to the front. All my gay friends come up to the front. All my gay fam come up to the front. I'ma teach y'all how to stunt. Me and you gonna have a kissy kiss. Then we're gonna have us a lovey rub. Then we gonna do a gay hug. Gay love, gay love. We just started kissing, we just started dancing. Oh, now we back at my crib romancing. Making all kinds of love, but then something happens and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't like doing stuff with guys. Just realized I like vagina, why? This whole motherfucking life's a lie. I thought that I was gay, should I try? The butt just doesn't feel the same, dog. The butt just doesn't feel the same, oh my God. The butt just doesn't feel the same. I think that I'm not in the gas. A day goes by, a day goes by, and I don't even know what's going on. Why I call my mom, I'm like, mom, I don't think that I'm gay anymore. She goes, yes, I mean, she goes, why do you think that? And I was like, I don't know. I was with this bro, he kissed me on my cheeks. I had to go. I just had to say, no, no, I can't do this shit no more. I just think I like vagina now. Think I like vagina. Think I like vagina now. Think I like vagina. Think I like vagina how? Think I like vagina. Think I like vagina now. Think I like vagina. Oh yeah. Goddamn. Goddamn. I think I like vagina. I think I like vagina now. I think I like vagina. Oh my god. I think I like vagina. Vagina. Shout out to all them. Gay MCs out there. I'm praying for y'all, but I don't know. I don't think I'm gay no more. Yeah. Okay. That's the first one. Uh, You want to know what's weird? Like, honestly, even with that, type of song context I feel if the right artist got it they could make it like if 21 Savage made that song like people would like chop him up but he can make it fire like he can make it slap and that song was really tough for me being you know very gay myself um, you know what I'm saying that it was it's tough for me to go into that realm of, of, of cis manhood but I could do it yeah, no, I just feel like with certain rappers, if they do certain, uh, certain, certain, I've always said certain, certain is not a word. I'm certain, certain, hurting for a certain, I'm certain, I'm certainly going to let you guys know that if I was a homosexual, I would be the greatest rapper that was ever gay. Like Lil Nas X move over, but like me and him would probably make a collab. If me and Lil Nas X did like a, um, a very 
gay album together, it would go platty. 100% platty. Oh, another thing too, uh, my doctor just came, jumped right out the window and goes, uh, it was a, it was a her actually. Uh, do you have erectile dysfunction? And I was like, damn bitch, chill. Nah, I'm out here. How dare you son me? Chill, fall back. But yeah, she was coming from my head top. Big time, big time karate guys. Um, but yeah, so um, listen, like I said, if you're in the chat and you want me to do a song, uh, give me an idea and a genre and I will do it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm telling you guys that if you understand how embarrassing it is to go into a new doctor that doesn't know you're fat already, it's tough. It's tough. Because they just start sunning you. I also always wondered that if you were, um, if you were gay, right, and you go to a therapist, would you prefer a gay therapist? Because I was thinking, like, guys usually prefer, like, guy doctors, right, or a guy therapist, um, or they want, and women usually want female therapist most of the time so i was wondering if it goes into like sexuality would you rather have a gay therapist a gay fist because if i was if i was i feel like a gay therapist would help me more than a straight motherfucker you know what i'm saying I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying. You know? Like, someone just commented, as a homosexual, I would def prefer a gay therapist. I usually have women, and it's hard to relate. That's what I'm saying. They should have therapists that when you're doing this, um, you should be, you should be able to check that off. It's like, I want a gay, I want a gay fist. I want a gay one. You know, really think about it. Really think about it. Because we're here to make music today, but we're also here to break barriers. And it's about having a gay therapist. Honestly, as a straight man, I would love a gay therapist. Because they'd be able to give me, uh, you know, relationship advice. And also, I would also be able to ask them so much about being gay. I think interviewing gay people is one of my favorite things to do. Because they fuck so hard. Any gay friend that I've ever had fucks OD. And I think they've just understood it. Um... That we're going to fuck. All right. 
<laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. They get after it, bro. Like, I did a show with my friend Barstool Pad over at Barstool, and I was like, dude, honestly, like, how many people have you had sex with? And the number was outrageous. I was like, damn, bro. And then we looked up, um... All right, you know what? I'm going to do another song. I would do another song. Um, first of all, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for the $100 tip. You are a legend, sir. Um... We're going to do another one, and this one's gayish, too. I don't know why everybody wants me to be gay today. This is now a country singer who is gay but won't admit it. Okay. All right. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, here we go. I love me some ladies in the night. And I love me some ladies in the night. I love me the ladies in the night. Especially ones when you reach downstairs and they got a dick, all right. I like ladies with big old dicks. And I love ladies with big old dicks, yeah. I love ladies with big old dicks now. I love ladies now with big old dicks. Now love ladies with big old dicks now, but I'm not gay because she has tits. You gotta know what's going on when I sing my song. You gotta know what's going on when I sing my song. I just wanna meet a beautiful lady tonight. With a big old dick between her fucking thighs. We're gonna make some love, oh yeah. I'm gonna do you too. Before I do you, you're gonna do me where my poopy shoot. You know what I like. Yeah. Every day and every night. I like think what? Oh yeah. I think I'm gay. I think I'm gay now. No, there's no way. I think I'm gay now. Yeah. I think I'm gay, y'all. I think I'm gay now. Oh fuck. But that guy I met had boobies. But that guy last night had boobies. I just want you to know I need a woman tonight. I need a woman tonight with a dick in between her thighs. 
I'm a gay cowboy. Oh, I'm a gay cowboy. No, I'm a gay cowboy. Come on, yeah. And I'm a gay cowboy. No. I'm a gay cowboy. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't matter what kind of steed you ride. Could be a girl, could be a guy. As long as you buckle up and get permission. That's right. I'm a gay cowboy. Yeah, that was gay cowboy. Listen, guys, it's our 50th anniversary, okay? The biggest thing of our show, obviously, are the intro songs. So I just wanted to do uh, an episode where I give back and I do live renditions of songs that are given to me by the audience um, and do as many as I can for them. <laughs> two, two, So far, we've had two gay ones, which is okay. But if we can do, we can always do some other ones. <laughs> we can get a little more creative. <laughs> I think, I think as a group, we can do more. <laughs> I think as a group, we could do more. <laughs> but go ahead. Let's see. Uh, what if you guys, um, yeah, okay, all right. The next one, Steph the Jew, that's his name. I swear, <laughs> don't cancel me. Jew is one of those words where it can be offensive, but not be offensive, you know. But if you're not Jewish, you got to watch how hard that J is. Um, but Steph the Jew says, Danny, can you do a UK drill? about titties um, and stale chicken nuggets. If I combine them, those are stale titty chicken nuggets. And I guess a stale titty is like a, like a hard titty. But let's go. Um, I think we've done that beat before. Here we go. What's up, fam? Bring them titties to the front, bruv. Because you know a boy need them. The boy need titties and the boy need stale chicken nuggets. I tried to tell ya so many times before, bro. It's hard for me to live my life with simple ABCs. I need big ass titties and I need them on their knees. I don't really know, I got that bust and I ain't kidding. Stale chicken nuggets, need them all one one time. I need this shit call 999 to get yourself some help. Fix your health. But I just need them bags, big old titty bags. The big old ones that lay low to the flow and then they start to drag. You know I nutted on them titties Then I gutted out the whole damn Siri when I lutted You know what it is, I told them I ain't fronting 
What is that? You don't know I ain't fronting. Titties looking so goddamn good, they look like stale chicken nuggies. Had to keep filming people pooping my pants like I'm in huggies. Lead my life. And you know you're tripping, know you're trifling. You don't know nothing, don't know what happened. I just took a poo poo of that stale chicken. Gelatin, come right out my butt cheeks. I had to make a wish like that blue bitch was in Aladdin. But I need you to know I need that BBQ sauce all over them tits. You don't really know just how I got this off the tip and I just came off the top of the dome with this shit. And if you got the chill chicken nugget fucking tits, I wanna suck them shits from the back. Wrapped them around my side like a knapsack. I came back tripping and I took a nap black. Came back, I don't know what is, but you know I'm trying. And you know what I'm saying and I'm not dying, I'm trying not crying. Stale, titties, stale, bitties, stale, nippies. I need them for real. And that's a fact, Jack. If the man pulls up with the stale titties, and the man got nut. Keep the man out the faction, yeah? Cause you know what happened, yeah? Quick cat interacting shit got itchy, but got richy. Yeah. But I love them titties, don't come get me. Been sucking titties for over 10 years, yeah, I'm gritty. Still chicken nuggets, suck them titties. Okay. Chicken nuggets don't slap like they used to. Chicken nuggets used to be outrageous when it comes to the sense of how amazing. Like, I, I remember when I was a kid in it and I was eating a chicken gelatin sandwich, yeah? And I was eating it and it tasted, it gave me pure joy that I've never felt in my life. And now they taste like shit. The Big Mac fell off so hard, and the chicken nuggets, McNuggets, fell off so hard. So, so hard. Um, so, so hard. You know? And here's the thing, when you drive across country... Pretty much, I drove across country. I drove from like the top of the north to the bottom of the east, uh, uh, to the bottom of the east. Yeah, pretty much. There is not one healthy option when you're driving. It's all garbage. It's all garbage. Um, it's not something that I love to eat, but it was never something that I turned around and turned my back on. Someone was like, hey, you want one of these nugs? I'm like, I'll show that shit some nug love. I will show that nugget some fucking love. But it used to be something that I used to go out of my way to do. Now just fast food just isn't isn't something that I that I loved eating anymore. A whopper though? A whopper? I'll fuck. I will fuck a whopper. A double Whopper with cheese. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. 
a double wop with cheese. <sighs> I was never a fan of McFlurries, so this is what I'm gonna tell you. When it comes to when it comes to sweets, I know since I have diabetes, it doesn't make sense. But sweets were never my thing thing. You know, they never slapped that way. It never it, they never got me, you know to where I want it to be on a food. Like, I'd rather have a piece of pie. Is that way, you know? That I'd rather have a, a piece of pie? You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I've tried all the chicken sandwiches that have been available. Popeye's chicken sandwich is the best. Chick-fil-A is fucking close, though. Chick-fil-A. My fucking chicken sandwich is outrageous. Because it's the Chick-fil-A sauce. I call it chick fill sauce. The chick fill sauce, maybe a splash of Polynesian, kind of outrage. That's just coming from me, a fat genius. But a chick fill a chicken sauce is amazing. You know what pissed me off today, too? Uh, being at the doctor, the lady asked me if I like still get boners like I was 70 years old you know I don't know why I keep coming back to this but like how dare she 32 not 108 can people in their 30s not get boners there's no way there's no way but yeah man I'm a big splash of Polynesia let me get that splish splash I was taking a bath of that Polynesia um, and she, and then she was like, are you ejaculating? And I was like, yeah. I said, where are we going with this? You know, is this casting couch? Am I about to get thrashed in here? Without permission? I was terrified. You know? But yeah, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. It's outrageous, daddy. Sends me to another world. Makes me feel better than I've ever felt in my entire life. For about two minutes. And then my stomach just expands. You know, there's days, like, listen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the ejaculation question was kind of weird. And I was like, I'll, I'll pre-jack right here. I'll pre-jack in this entire place. Fucking pre-jack. Right in your office. A pre-jack. In your office. You bitch. A pre-jack. In your office. No pre-jack. A pre-jack right here in your office, bitch, you know. I'm gonna pre-jack. But yeah, like, I would pre-jack right there in the office just to prove her wrong. Like, don't doubt me. I'll jade right here. I'll do it right here. I'll slap this thing around this office. You know? And I wasn't too worried about it, like, when she was asking me, like, that stuff about my wiener, and I was like... My wiener works. 
My wiener works. Stop asking questions about my dick. This is the first time we ever met. Stop asking me about my dick. Stop asking me about my dick. Preject. But yeah, so I was just like, yo. This lady needs to stop asking me about my Don Don. But yeah, man. Um, let's do another song. Let's do another song. Let's see. Um, what do we have here? Yeah, my thing is just like, listen, if 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 we're gonna do this, um, don't come so hot. No pun intended. You know. It doesn't get me to where I need to be with those questions. They scare me. I don't love that. There's certain things about that that make my wiener upset. And if you would have asked me if I have an upset wiener, I would have said yes. I got an upset wiener. I got an upset wiener, bitch. Doctor, you upset my penis. And that's not cool. You upset my penis. You upset my dick. You upset my fucking dick. You upset my fucking dick. You upset my fucking penis, doctor bitch. Leave my dick alone. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying in terms of, you know, I think there's certain things in life that, one, we have to take care of, and the first one is our health. That's a big thing that we have to understand. Um, the thing, too, is I would love to take Michael to a doctor and film it and, like, him getting his blood taken and, like, what the actual... Like, I'm so interested in what Michael's overall health is because he's super skinny but he just did like a he just stayed up for like 24 hours and drank like white claws and played mario party till six in the morning how is he not a fat bitch how is he not a fat disgusting pig you know if anybody should be fat it should be michael just off like the the alcohol intake alone i don't know how he's that lucky fucking slut. You know? Also, the other thing I want to talk about, too. This Julia Fox, Kanye West article was so fucking cringy. It was the most elitist goddamn pile of dog shit I've ever read. And that's coming from a huge Kanye West fan. Why are you writing an article about a date? That's so fucking weird. And then there's like pictures of you like laying on the floor, like kissing. I was in Carbone that night uh, when Kanye was there, but I think he came later. Um, And then she was like, we were taking pictures and the entire restaurant was cheering us on. I was like, what are we talking about here? What is this shit? You know, and then I always think, but I'm like, yo, your kids got to see that. 
But then I also think about it. Your kids got to see that your mom's dating Pete Davidson. Like these kids have no shot, no chance to be normal human beings. The most selfish thing a celebrity can do is have a kid. If you really think about it, it's super fucking weird. Makes me feel strange. Like, am I going to love the fact that my kid's going to Google my name and it's going to be like gay ad libs and like titty sucking songs? Like, I'm going to have to have that conversation with my kid one day. Which is mad weird. Like, my kid's going to come to me and he's like, Daddy, what, is it, what are you saying? Vicka, 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 suck his D from the back. And I'm just like, uh... I'm going to have to tell my kid about that. Now, I can't even imagine. That is true. That is a legacy, brother. It really is, dude. You know, I guess that's just part of my legacy. My legacy is is that I'm going to have to tell my kids one day that I my come up was talking about titties. What can I say? And then how am I going to be able to tell my kid to do anything? You know? I'm going to be like, listen, you got to go to school. And he's like, dad, you talk about fucking buttholes and farts. Jizz. Why the fuck should I go to school? And I'm going to be like, you're right. You know, that's why I really need a son first. I think I think I definitely want a son first, but a part of me actually wants a girl first. If I have a girl first, I'll be happier because I think that will make me like a definitely like a better person. Not that like having a son first would make me like a total fucking scumbag, but like I feel like a dad could be a scumbag. And by scumbag, I mean just being, like, dirty and, like, not presentable, you know, if you have a son. But once you have daughters, you got to be, like, all fucking, like, etiquette and shit. You got to have, like, mad etiquette. You know, you got to, like, eat the proper way and, like, be able to do their hair mad nice, you know? Like, once you become a dad and it's a girl, you have to change your entire like lifestyle you have to be like an example of what a man should be to a daughter but like an example of what a man should be to a son there's a little more like you know a little more common ground but the one reason i don't want to have a son first is because i feel like if i had a son he'd be a fucking douche (laughs) because i could be a pain in the ass Now, if I made one, you know what I mean? If I made one, it would be the ultimate God giving it to me. 
She's been like, yo, I'm going to make a smaller version of you and 10 times more annoying, annoying, and he sucks. I'm just going to be like, God. But I'll deserve it at that point. I think for, with the amount of uh, annoyance that I've done in my life, um, I deserve it. But the other thing, too, is I feel like I'm going to have one of those situations like I feel like every dad might. I'm not saying every dad. Like where your son tries to like fight you. And I'm going to kick my son's ass. Like he better come get me when I'm old as fuck. Because that kid hasn't been through enough in his life to like fight somebody who's just been through too much. You know, like raising you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all that pent up aggression of how many years old you are when you challenge me. And I'm going to make you fall at my feet. Because I feel like if your son hits you first, you can hit him. Or like if my son says something to my wife, I'm going to want to beat his ass. You know? But you can't hit kids, man. You can't hit kids. At least not hard enough where someone's going to come check you out. You know? What about a pinch? Can I pinch a kid? Can you can you just like pinch them hard and say don't do that? I think they should pass a law uh, uh, pass the pinch. Pass the pinch where you could just pinch a kid's fucking nose. You go shut up, you f- shut up. I think that should be perfectly legal to pinch your children in a disciplinary way. Just be like, hey, I want to I wanna fucking pinch your nose. You know? Let's do a song called Don't Hit Your Kids. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Let's do a song called Don't Hit Your Children. Don't Hit Your Kids. your kids I know you want to I know you need to I know you want to I know you want to beat your kids but don't hit them too hard just a little love tap be nice You can pinch your kids, <laughs> but you can't slap your son, no. Be nice to your kids. Who am I kidding? I'm going to beat the shit out of mine. <laughs> I'm going to beat my kids. If they say one thing to me while I'm watching football, I'm going to beat my kids. Smack my kids Paintbrush my son For not taking garbage out I'm gonna kick his ass Gonna beat my children If they say anything to me After I just lost a three-team parlay I'm gonna smack them 
I hate when parents have weird names for beating their children like pow pows or bam bams or toot toots. You're beating them. Don't make it sound cute. You're beating your children. Whoa, beating your children. You're beating your kids. Stop saying that you're giving a kid pow pals when you're making their mouth bleed. Stop saying that you're gonna give them pom poms when you're giving them a broken nose. Don't hit your kids. Don't hit your kids. We shouldn't hit our kids. You know? We got so much in our life that's good. Why are you going to mess it up on a kid? You know? I think a lot of people will be like, don't tell me how to raise my kids. But like, if your kid like has like a chipped tooth, I might say something to you. You know? If your kid comes to football practice and he can't practice because his collarbone broke because he fell off the couch, might have to talk to you. You know? If your seven-year-old wears sunglasses to school and then I take them off and his eye is black, might have to talk to you. Might have to have a convo about how you're raising your kids. You know what we should do? We should have our children beat us. Every time they do something bad, we get spanked. And they have to do it. Because if they really love you, they'll be nice. And they won't spank you. They won't do bad things so they spank your pom-pom. They'll be really nice and they won't smack you on your tookie. You know? I think we should do the old reverse psychology. If they do bad in school, they spank our butts. Imagine you went over to your friend's house and he was like, oh, my son just keeps getting third grade. Come in here. Your fucking teacher just called and said you have an F in two of those classes, math and English. What are we going to do about this? Go get the bell. Come in here and spank my ass. That'll fuck a kid up. You know? And someone just said, uh, you know, to me, uh, the rule of thumb comes from the law that allowed a man to beat his wife so long as she, as long as the rod was no thicker than his thumb. I think I figured out parenting, guys. I think I really did. I think I figured this out. And what it was, and what it is, is when our kids get in trouble, they spank our little tookie-tooks. I think that works. Because they're causing me so much pain and suffering that if I smack if I smack them, they're not gonna learn from it. But if they smack me and then they see me and then I have to go to school, aka work, and be like, hey, 
what happened last night? Oh, my son spanked me because he got an F. It's going to fuck him up. I should write a book. Dead ass. I should write a book. I'm going to write a parenting book for somebody with no parents. And I feel like for some reason, like millennial, millennially, that would take off. Because we love listening to people that haven't done what, what, what they're talking about. You know? You know what I'm saying? I think in terms of life, we spend a lot of time listening to people that haven't done anything. And it really affects us. It really takes us to another level where we don't truly understand um, what we're even talking about half of the time. A lot of people are liars. A lot of people are here to either just like for monetary gain, which we listen, we all need to make money. I get that. But a lot of people sell us on these ideas that are nonsense. And we give money to them hand over fist. And it's not right. It's not right. Anyway, here's a song about a bisexual hamster. I'm a hamster. I'm bi. I'm a hamster. I'm bi. I'm a bisexual hamster. Boys and girls climb through my tube. Boys and girls climb through my tube. Boys and girls run on my wheel. Oh no. I'm a bi sexual hamster. Bi sexual hamster. Bi sexual hamster. Boys and girls run through my hole. Boys and girls run through my hole. I'm a hamster. I'm a hamster. Boys and girls run on my wheel. Boys and girls lick that metal sink. I don't even know how a hamster drinks. Oh. Bisexual hamsters Bisexual hamsters I poop but my poop looks just like my food I don't really know we poop little chocolate pellets It's lit! Oh yeah Don't tell me a hamster, don't tell me how to love, don't tell me how to love. I'm a gay hamster, no I'm bi. I'm a bisexual, sexy motherfucking hamster. Boys and girls run through my holes, boys and girls live in my tubes. Boys and girls 
live in my tubes, I know. Oh, yes. But, yeah, you know, um, there's a lot that's going on in the world today that people, you know, run to or we cling to, these ideals that are like other people's stuff. And that stuff always makes me not want to do stuff. Like, everyone told me to watch Ted Lasso, but I have like a 15 like person minimum. If 15 people tell me to watch a show, I don't watch it. To be a spiteful dick. Because they love going, see Ted Lasso? You haven't seen Ted Lasso? You gotta see Ted Lasso. I'm like, dude, stop telling me three things. Okay. I hate when you say no to shit. You know? And then they say, you haven't... I'm like, yeah, dude, I just fucking said that. You know? Stop. Okay? I don't want to go through your three-question phase. And each one is... You seen Ted Lasso? You haven't seen Ted Lasso? You gotta watch that lasso. It just gets like higher pitched and more annoying. And then they look at you like you're fucking stupid. Because you haven't watched a show that's stupid. Good shows can be stupid. South Park, great show, stupid. It just gets to a point where I'm just like, hey guys. Stop telling me what to do in my free time, you fucking sick bitch. You know what you should do? Stop telling people to watch Ted Lasso. Alright? It really bothers me when people do that. I don't know why. But everybody, stop telling me to watch Ted Lasso. Alright? If I didn't watch it the first 11 times, I'm not going to watch it now. Hey, yo. Don't fucking tell me to watch Ted Lasso. I'm 33 years old. Don't tell me what to do with my life. I'm not going to watch Ted Lasso. I'm not going to watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. Don't tell me to watch. Don't tell me to watch your TV shows. Don't tell me to watch. Don't tell me to watch. Ted Lasso. Don't tell me to watch. Ted Lasso. Don't tell me to watch. Ted Lasso. Don't tell me to watch. Piece of shit. I'm a toxic piece of shit. I'm a toxic piece of shit. 
Don't give me show recommendations I'm not gonna watch Ted Lasso I'm not gonna watch any shows you bring up to me And stop asking me if I've seen The Wire That show is 30 years old, of course I've seen it Stop telling me to watch Ted Lasso Stop telling me to watch Ted Lasso Stop telling me to watch Ted Lasso Stop Stop telling me to watch Ted Lasso I'm not even a Sudeikis fan Ex-wife dates Harry Styles It's kinda weird I'm not gonna watch Ted Lasso I'm not gonna watch Ted Lasso I don't wanna watch your shows I don't wanna watch your shows I don't wanna watch Ted Lasso I don't wanna watch Ted Lasso Stop telling me what shows to watch, you motherfucker Stop telling me what to watch, I'm not gonna watch Ted Lasso Yeah, you know, don't intrude on my television time. I watch what I want to watch, whenever I want to watch it, however I want to watch it. Bunch. Oh, man. I had like a panic attack two weeks ago, but it was a re- it was a weird one. You know, it was a panic attack like I never had before. It was like kind of strange. It felt kind of good. You know, it kind of felt like uh like adrenaline. It was like a good one, and it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt me. You know, I think I just got to the point where I'm like pretty good with them now, for the most part. Like I can handle them pretty well. But like if it, it was weird, like my chest like went like this. My chest was like, huh. But then when I went out, it was like when Thanos got like all of those fucking, uh, all the infinity stones. And I was just like, <gasps> like I powered out of it, you know, it got to a point where I, I think I'm just like, a. I think it's like, uh, like it, it sent a shockwave to my brain where it's like, I can finally handle these. And that's for now until I have one and like, and I'm curled up on like the kitchen floor, like crying and stuff. But panic's so weird, man, because it feels so real. You know? It feels so fucking real. Like, you're so convinced that you're gonna go sleepy bye-bye, dead, dead time. Yeah, maybe I'm just so used to them that I could change how I deal with them. But literally, like, I'll be on my phone, and I'll be having, like, a panic attack, and I'll just go, (laughs) you bitch. 
Like, it'll hit me out of nowhere. I'll just be playing, like, Clash Royale. I'm just like, oh, you, you motherfucker. You, you goddamn bitch. I talk to myself so much when I have panic attacks. I'm like, yeah, all right, I guess we're going to do this right now. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. You know, listen, go ahead. Watch Ted Lasso. You might enjoy it. Um, Obviously, RIP Bob Saget. Um, I feel really bad because I've told stories publicly about Bob Saget um, because he made me go get a fan for him once. And, like, not a fan, like, like, hey, it's so nice to meet you, Bob Saget. It was like, go get me a fan. I'm hot as fuck. And then he goes, how hot is it in here? 72 degrees? And I said, yeah, imagine. He's like, no, seriously, can you find out how hot it is in here? And I was like, yeah, Bob Saget. I could do that for you. And then he was just like, yeah. He was like, kid, you got to get me a fan. And I was like, okay, Bob Saget. So I, I had to go to the store and buy Bob Saget a fan. And then I went in there and I opened the box in front of him. I said, I got you a fan. Um, And I said, oh. I said, uh, do you want me to turn it on for you? And I think he thought I was being sarcastic, but I was being 100% dead ass. Bob Saget. I was like, listen, Bob Saget, I'm dead ass. I'll turn this fucking fan on for you, bro. You don't know what you've done for me. And he looked at me. He was like, no, I could do it. I said, Mr. Saget, it would be my pleasure to turn this fan on for you. And he laughed. And he thought, and he thought it was funny. And then after that, we had a pretty good conversation, me and Bob Saget. It was kind of cool. So, like, immediately I was like, oh, I think this guy's kind of a dick. And then he turned out to be cool as shit. You know? I'm happy that I had I have a Bob Saget story. You know? But, yeah, I had to go to Walgreens across the street uh, from Caroline's on Broadway and buy Bob Saget a fan. You got to do what you got to do. You know? Um, this happened at when I was doing social media uh, management for a comedy club called Caroline's on Broadway. Um, and that was that was awesome. That was awesome. That was a great gig. It sucked. You know, the cool thing was is that I got to meet a lot of comedians, a lot of cool people, um, and, like, be in the green room with fucking legends, bro. Just be in the green room with legends. Because a lot of things with, like, social media managers, like, they'll they'll go in places and be like, hey, can we get a pic for the Insta? Like, I would go in and just be like, what's up, guys? Like, you guys all good? I'm just letting you know I'm Danny. Um, do the social media for the club. You guys need anything like water, whatever. Like I, I, I made myself like multifaceted, and they were good. Um, the biggest regret I think I have from that job was Kevin Smith offered to smoke weed with me, and I didn't fucking do it. 
and I've regretted it ever since. Because I don't smoke weed, you know what I mean? I've never really liked weed. Because it, it autom- weed automatically makes me think about what happens to the human body after it dies. <laughs> That's what weed does to me. You know? But, uh... He was like, hey man, what's up? He was doing his podcast there. It's not with Jay, it's with some other guy. I can't remember what it was. And he was like, what's up, man? Because uh, I would get him from his car and walk him down uh, to the green room. You know, because you have, like, fans outside. And, like, there's some paparazzi from time to time. But, like, it's a lot of fans, like, asking for autographs and shit. So I would go get the talent, bring them downstairs, make sure they were comfortable, do the whole thing. And he was in there. Um, he was chilling. And he asked me, he goes, yo, is it all right if I smoke in the in the bathroom? I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Go for it. And he was like, you want to you wanna smoke? And I was like, I would, dude, but I'm at work. And as he was like, oh, he's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, man, next time, next time. Because he, uh, he had a couple of shows. And as soon as the door closed, I immediately regretted it. I've never regretted something so fast. Like, in, like, one of those things. Like, I've regretted other things, you know, that I've done in my life. But, like, that was one where I was like, oh, my God, you're so fucking, you're a fucking square bitch. Silent Bob is like, yo, you want to fucking blow this Zaza with me? And I was just like, nah, who the fuck does that? You know, I dropped the ball. I fucked up. Really, really fucked up. Um, you know, is that something that I'll probably regret for the rest of my life? Yeah. Probably it could be, it could be worse though. You know, I've could have made, I could have been like, ew, weed. And then he would have been like, this guy sucks. I don't like this kid anymore. You know, (laughs) but he was super cool, man. He was really cool to work with. Talk about like super professional. Um, actually like looked you in the face. Like when you talk to him, uh, you know, you get some people in there. I've had some nightmare comedians that I've worked with. Nightmares. Uh, I might save those stories for another episode, but I've worked with some people that are... Uh... Yeah, I honestly think that Kevin Smith liked me more because I didn't want to smoke weed. Like, he actually, like, talked to me. After. He was mad cool. You know who was mad cool, too? Chris Hardwick. I worked with him. Uh, He's mad cool. Chris Hardwick's a good dude. Like, he he did a whole bunch of, like, shit at the club. And he was, like, super nice to fans. But, like, bro, it's crazy when you see, like, people's fans when they meet them. And they're, like, they got to tell their whole life story. Like, while this guy's, like, trying to leave a club. You know, 
And he was super nice. And he stopped and he listened to everybody. And that's why I'm like that. You know what I mean? Because you could like change a person's life with like one conversation, bro. It's like, and these people paid money to see you. Like, I'm going to say what's up for the most part. It's tough because like people have lives that have to, you know, entertainment. They have to go other places, but whatever. Um, but yeah, let's get into the ads. Uh, it's just one. It's our friends over at ExpressVPN. You guys already know all about ExpressVPN. You know, I've talked about them a hundred times on the show. Um, but here's one of the main reasons why you need ExpressVPN. And the, and the answer, honestly, Netflix, okay? Listen, I'm a huge Office fan, but if you think I'm going to pay another service, 1099 to get it popping, you're sadly mistaken. You want to know what I do? I see thousands of shows on Netflix that are only available outside of the U.S., so all I do is change the country and get access to them. The ExpressVPN app does it encrypts your data and reroutes it through a server location of your choice anywhere. Uh, this is not only protects your data, but also lets you control which country you want Netflix to think you're in. ExpressVPN lets you choose from over 90 different countries. That's mad countries. So every time you run out of stuff to watch, you can just fire up the app on the laptop or smart TV, switch your country, hit connect. Once you refresh the page, you'll get a brand new selection of shows. It's that simple. I'm an office guy. Love the office. Not going to pay another service $10 a month to watch the office. Suck my balls. Um, that's why I linked up with ExpressVPN. And I love them. And here's the best part. It's not just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows or sports on other streaming services too. I like using it uh, from time to time. I use the BBC iPlayer. Don't make any jokes. BBC uh, iPlayer. It's free and only available in the UK. And look, there's a reason why ExpressVPN is the number one rated VPN provider by publishers like Business Insider and, of course, by me, Daniel Priori. So be smart, protect your data, and stop paying full price for streaming services while only getting access to a fraction of their content. Suck my butt. Go to expressvpn.com slash lops right now and get an extra three months of their service for free. That's OD. That's ExpressVPN, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash LOPS, L-O-P-S. So ExpressVPN.com slash LOPS to learn more. Um, that's what you need in your life right now, to be honest with you. Um, I can't believe I did a song about a bisexual hamster. Where did that come from? Nobody even Nobody even wrote that in the chat. I just made that. What is up with my brain? You guys ever really think about your brain? You're like, where, how, what fucking thought process led me to a bisexual hamster? It's wild. Um, you know, I think God speaks to us in different ways. I think God is like, hey, you need to do a song about a hamster that's bisexual. And I said, you know what, God, you're right. You're freaking right. 100%. And I did it. And I did it. You know, we can't all answer the calling. But when God comes to you and says, my son. My son. Do a song about a bisexual hamster. Do a song about a bisexual hamster and come to me. Yay. Kneel before me with your bisexual hamster song. Forever free in my kingdom. And I answered. I was like, God, it's got to be God. Always. 
Always. Um, somebody wants a Spanish rap song, so I'm going to do it. Um, they want a Spanish reggaeton song about, what did they say? They want a reggaeton song about Chick-fil-A. Okay, got it. I want the, the waffle fry. The waffle fry. <laughs> what the fuck was that, bro? 
my god, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, you guys hear the garbage going on outside of my apartment? Yo, New York City sucks, bro. Don't come. Don't come. Don't come. If you want to come to New York City, don't come. It's horrible. Don't come. Don't come. I'm gonna come. This video might be one of the funniest videos that has ever been made on the internet. Do not come. Do not come. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. <laughs> Fucking hand wave. <laughs> Trump's hand wave is so funny. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. Let's do it one more time. <laughs> oh my god, that shit is so fucking funny, man. I'm gonna come. Don't come. I keep hitting all the wrong buttons. I'm new at this. Um. Um. I don't know what she's talking about, and I don't know what he's talking about. So that's why it's so funny. Remember when Trump and Hillary was like, "Thank God," she was like, "Thank God we don't have you like running the police." He was like, "That's because you'd be in jail." And the crowd was like, "Oh." Fuck yeah. Also, shout out my boy Julian for the rat behavior shirt. You fucking rat. Feel feel uh feel really vulnerable right now, like a fucking rat. Speaking of shirts, I just posted a link uh on my Instagram, uh in the chat. We just um launched Low Priority Podcast t shirts. Uh everything from small to triple uh, XL. <laughs> So uh, you can go ahead and get yourself uh, one of the best shirts in the world. It's amazing. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I'll go ahead and show it to you. It's right here. The Lo Priori Bro shirt. Um, it's pretty awesome. I was going to put 100% cotton. I put 100% cotton, and that's a dodgeball reference. Uh, but yeah. You can go there, go to danielopriori.myshopify.com, and then you go ahead and get yourself one of these fire-ass shirts, dog. You know? Listen, dude, we've been doing this for 50 episodes. Uh, I couldn't be happier about where we're going with the show, um, where we've been able to already go with the show. Um, we're really excited about making this the best show on the internet because I, I, I really think we we are um, and we're going to do some fine tuning and some tweaking and getting some stuff uh, ready to go um, with a lot of fun shit and I can't thank you guys enough 
for hanging out with me this early in the morning. Um, it means the world to me that I get to do this for a living. And if it wasn't for you guys, uh, I don't know where I would be, to be honest. And I'm not just saying that to be cute. I'm being dead ass. And when a man's dead ass, you have to, you have to, you have to accept it. That's what I've realized too, living in New York. If somebody tells you they're dead ass, they're fucking dead ass. They don't want to die and they don't want their ass to die either. New York just has like too many, like, I can't keep up. I don't know if you guys saw this, this video of this girl in this Uber from New York and it's horrible. It is, uh, it is, watch this girl. I'm going to come, um, watch this girl. If I just Google, if I YouTubed Uber dead ass, uh, it comes up Uber dead ass. Watch this girl and tell me this isn't the worst person you've ever seen on the internet. I already canceled the ride. What do you want? I already recorded it. You can't cancel the ride. I just paid $14 to go to school. It doesn't matter. I already canceled the ride. How am I being disrespectful? I already canceled the ride. How am I being disrespectful? Already hate this person. Just on the accent alone. Hate it. You have to get out. Already cancel the ride. Just order another one. You could call the cops. It's fine. You could call the cops. You could call the cops. Let me call the cops, man. That's fine. Call the cops. Nah, bro. You being mad disrespectful. Mad disrespectful. You being mad disrespectful. Mad disrespectful. Yo, she's calling the cops on an Uber driver for being mad disrespectful. You're the one that came in the car. Your you're car. And you're still not. And you're and still not. So you're showing exactly what the reason yeah. why I'm kicking you out. So one of the things too, when you go in Ubers, probably don't bring macaroni and cheese. It's not a great Uber meal, you know. I say smoothie, and it's capped at smoothie. You can't go past smoothie. His smoothie has a container at the top. It's sucked through a straw. It's relatively clean. This girl brought a fork from home and an Easy Mac that's piping hot. Hi, I have an Uber driving. Uber driver being mad disrespectful. I just hate... I got an Uber driver being mad disrespectful. This girl called the cops because the driver's being mad disrespectful. Dead ass. Why are you calling the police like your mom? She doesn't even know what she wants. Is there any way that you could, um, um, let me just finish this mac and cheese. What street is this? Gets in an Uber, doesn't know what street she's on. You're mad disrespectful. 411. It's 41st Street. 41st Street, man. 411. Gabby. They're not wearing masks. And- that's, that's a Gabby for sure. They're- 
bring they, they don't wanna, I already canceled the ride. They just need to get out of my vehicle. Ride, just pay $14. Chin, you're wearing a chin diaper. Doesn't qualify, according to Dr. Fouch. Chin diapers don't count. You're gonna call the cops. You should probably like know where you are and what color car and what kind of car you're getting into. It's all in the app too. You know what? For this, I'm not going to school, bro. He blew my. For this, I'm not going to school. He blew my shit. Hello. I don't know. He's being mad disrespectful. You being mad disrespectful, no? You got a dollar for the I, bus? You yeah, got you got five dollars for the bus, nigga? So much stuff happened there where she went from, let me get a dollar, increased it by 500%, and then called them the N-word. With an A. But... One dollar, five hundred percent increase, N-word, chin diaper, no, uh, fucking macaroni and cheese with your own fork. It's a lot going on here. No, nigga, it's not. Said it again. You're gonna, you're gonna Wait, pay. Stop screaming, cause how is her actions gonna cause with, with everybody's actions? He's paying. How is her actions gonna cause everyone with his actions? Fourteen dollars right now. How does that work? I don't understand. He's paying $14 right now. Give me $14 right now. Give me $14 right now. No. Give me $14 right now. The fuck? I just paid $14. Got him. No, I'm not taking another Uber. The fuck? The fuck? No, we're not getting out. You being mad disrespectful. Yo, the Uber driver's being mad disrespectful, yo. And he just kept... He just... Imagine just calling a cop and be like, yo, the Uber driver's being mad disrespectful, yo. When you put a yo at the end of your sentence, it's getting fucking real. I need you guys to know that. That when that yo comes out at the end, shit's about to pop off. Someone's about to die. If you start it with a yo and end it with a yo, it's bad. Cause I was eating the car and wearing a, and not wearing a mask. Uh, I just put my mask. You heard? You heard? <laughs> I know you're not, but listen. You heard? Getting those fourteen dollars, I don't care. He blowing my shit. Excuse me, officer. Excuse me. Excuse me, officer. I'm I'm in an Uber, and the, and the driver being mad, disrespectful, like, like he old dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, he said, I didn't put my mask on. I put my mask on, being mad disrespectful. He blowing my shade. You heard? You feel me? You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't have to stand for this dead ass. This shit got to be tight. He told me not to eat in the car. I, I was like, okay, I won't eat in the car. And I you was not eating in the, the car. Ride, the ride has We're already been canceled. We're not getting the fuck out. It already canceled the ride. I don't give a fuck. I already, already, report, already, right report, already no, reported you no. guys. 
You could take it up with Uber. I don't, I don't control. I don't control how I gave you the money. Just get out of the car. Get out of the car. You could call Uber. Get out of the car. I'm not calling Uber. They're giving me fourteen dollars right now. God. I don't control that. Call Uber. Well, I don't give a fuck. Another thing about New York, when the head turns this particular angle, I would say it's almost. What is this? Isosceles. What, what would you say that angle is? If this is a ninety degree angle. I'd say it's like what seventy. 70 degree angle. Something like that. 45, 45-ish. 45 degree angle. Once it reaches that angle, that person really doesn't give a fuck. Once a person's head reaches 45 degrees, it's really, really bad. So send us another Uber. Yeah, call another Uber. No, you call another Uber. Uber. I hate when people add shit at the end of their words. Uber. Like you're pushing it out of your math. Like pushing it out of your ass. Pushing it out of your math? What? Call us another Uber. Like you're farting out of your mouth. Uber. That's it. Uber. I almost hate that as much as the uh. Like, oh my god, uh. It's God. It's not gotta. It's not gotta. You don't get gotta go anywhere. It's not gotta. It's God. Uber. The fuck? You bought her or something? Now, another thing. In New York, if butthurt is fighting words anywhere. Someone saying that your butt hurt will send you into a a rage so deep and so rough and so engulfed in flames that you're going to lose your fucking mind. You know? I've been called a lot of things in my life. Racial things. Uh homophobic things somebody says that my um, butt hurt trumps them all I will never be angrier than when I am told I am butt hurt if someone makes an accusation that my butt is harmed or my butt is irritated or my butt is in pain I'm gonna fucking kill you dog don't fucking say that shit mad disrespectful that shit ignites a flame in my soul like no flame As it's like uh, remember when Muhammad Ali lit the Olympic fucking torch it's worse it's like a hundred Muhammad Ali's lit a thousand torches dog don't talk about the fucking pain threshold of my ass yo You don't know my butt. You don't know my butt's been through. You don't know my the pain tolerance of my cheeks. Fuck out of here. Did you feel me? 
being fucking dead ass, yo. Like you heartless or something? Heartless. You heartless or something? You're useless. Damn. Got your $14, though. Biatch. Go to hell for this. The fuck? Yo, you heartless? Excuse me? Am I heartless? Keep talking. You're still recording. I don't give a fuck. You don't? All right. Then you're going to go viral. You was being mad disrespectful. I told you, okay, I'm not going to eat in the car. All right, then go viral. I don't care. No, nigga. Okay. You see? Go viral. You know what? I do give her some props. I do give her some props because everybody in this generation wants to go viral, and she said no. Second word wasn't great, but she said no. She said no. Post this online. Go ahead, post it. Go ahead. I don't care. You're wasting my time. You're wasting You're your wasting own time. You're wasting my time. Right. Okay. Time. Time. <laughs> This, first of all, this fucking girl was looking for any reason to not go to school. Let's just be honest. You got $14 to pay for an Uber to go to school? Who pays $14 to go to school, sir? Gentleman, man, ma'am, ma'am, sir, mer. But you can't afford Thanks, the, brother. you can't afford the bus. So crispy. Thanks, brother. But you're going to say that you have $14 for an Uber, but you don't have $1 for the bus that turned into $5 for the bus and a pretty liberal use of the N-word, sir? You're asking for it. You're asking for it. That's all I'm going to say. Roll the tape. Tell him at least to give us money for the bus. And then she asked her friend to tell her, the guy who can hear her to give them $14. Like they're speaking. Like there's a language barrier. For the buzz. Yeah, cause it's just the fuck? I'd rather not even cancel. We paid I four dap. Because I just turned our ride. Say. Man, bro. So you're making a slave one. She ain't rich. She eating Easy Mac and an Uber. That's some me shit. For no reason. Um, I have a. Uh... Two individuals in my vehicle that are doing Uber and they don't want to get out of the car. That bitch is crushing that mac and cheese, bro. <laughs> First of all, that was like. In my vehicle that I want to count. I want to count how many macaroni bites. One macaroni. Two macaroni. Two individuals in my vehicle that are doing Uber. Three macaroni. That was a big ass macaroni, dog. Bro, how much fucking mac and cheese is in that goddamn thing? That shit is bottomless as fuck. God damn, bro. I've never seen somebody eat mac and cheese like that, bro. We paid $14. Yo, she's crushing this mac and cheese with no drink, too. Didn't even chew it. She just swallowed full cheese. She was swallowing full nudies. 
Oh, the the girl we called. We paid fourteen dollars. The girl called. The, we paid you could hear her. In the, you could hear her in the background. They won't get out. My. They won't, We're not gonna get out. I'm in. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Give me a second. In Forty First Street, I believe, is Union City. That was that. So that I'm just letting you know that's what life in New York is like. Being an Uber driver is probably just one of the least uh, fun jobs to do. Like who would like? God bless you if you do that, because that's just so hard. I could I couldn't do it. I could not for the life of me. Um, you know. For the life of me, understand one. How she got so many bites out of that macaroni and cheese. Two, why she wouldn't get out of the car. Three, why she just wouldn't put her mask on. All over fourteen dollars. Damn, get it together. Figure it out. You got to figure that out. Um, but yeah, listen. Uh, also, this is another, this video just came back into my life, uh, and I think it's one of the best videos ever in the history of videos. It's Rich Homie Kwan, uh, and his DJ was singing the fuck out of the ad-libs. Okay, so you have to listen for the DJ singing the ad libs, and it might be one of my favorite things. <laughs> Why is the DJ? <laughs> Why is the DJ singing that? Watch Rich Homie Kwan's boys with, looking at the DJ. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> man, right here is like, yeah. <laughs> Why is he singing like that, yo? Yo, this fucking DJ trying to get signed, no joke. So, like, every time I watch this video, I find more stuff. Like, I just found that th there's a little person here. Just fucking chilling. Vibing. <laughs> He's getting it right here. I mean, he's killing it. The DJ is killing it. The DJ was 100% killing that. 100%. But yeah, every once in a while, I think these live episodes are kind of fun. I'm so happy we're going to do another one tonight, and Michael will be here. Um, 
these are kind of cool because like you could just throw up any video, you know, and the quality's good. You know what I'm saying? Why am I talking so fast? You ever find yourself like you you'll actually make a statement and not remember one word that just came out of your mouth? And like you it was like an integral part of the conversation you were having with someone? What the f- what is that? Is that like a like is that like ADD? Like what is that? Also, have you ever looked at somebody and while they're talking to you, for some reason, you're looking at their mouth and they can tell that you're looking at their mouth, but they don't, they, they don't want to say that you're looking at their mouth and then you don't hear anything that they said because you're only looking at something on or in their mouth. I hate that when you're talking to somebody and they're like, and they're like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they look at something else on your face, bro. And it, it throws me off so much when somebody's just like, yeah, nah. So like I was chilling and then I was like, you know, like for some reason, uh, you know, we were all outside and I was like, yo, chill. What's on my face right now? Why are you looking at me like that? Why did your eyes break to something on my face? What what are you looking at? And then immediately, like for some reason, like you'll touch your face and shit. You just be like, <laughs> you'd be like, oh word. <laughs> you just be like, oh no, yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. Immediately, just cover your shirt. You just be like, yeah, no, fuck, man, what the fuck is this motherfucker looking at? Anytime I'm talking to somebody and their eyes move just a little bit, I'm like, yo, my face is fucked up. My face is smacked. Something bad is happening and I'm not taking it. And they try to be slick too. Like, I can't see your eyes, bro. I see your eyes, yo. I know you're fucking looking at some shit on my face. You know, stop looking at my shit. <laughs> Please stop looking at my shit. All right. The worst is when you know what it is, too. Like, if you know you just got a fat fucking pimp on that face. And you're having a conversation with somebody you perceive to be as your friend. And they're constantly just, they, they come down and pop back up. Come down and fucking pop back up to your fucking pimple head. It's like, dude, we're supposed to be friends. Why are you doing this to me, though? I know my my shit is banging like a Benzie. Please don't look at it. Yeah, once I find... But also, to be the, the finder, once I find something on your face, I can't look away. And I know that you know that I can't look away. Now we're all in trouble. Because everybody knows what's going on here. And there's nothing we can do about it. It's just there. You know, if you get a pimple here, you can wear a hat. You can hide it. But you get, like, pimples around here, you can't wear a fucking face hat. You know? Maybe nowadays, you can fucking wear a fucking face hat. You know? 
Like, if people have, like, stuff in the corner of their mouth, yo, I hate when people will, like, immediately be like, yo, is there, like, something on my mouth? You get mad insecure after. And it's just a fucking shake of the eyes. <laughs> Fuck your whole day up, dog. Yeah, sometimes I'm like that fucking, that fucking, that, f- that fucking Jordan Peele, like, meme. Like, the sweat just dripping down. I'm like, yo, don't look at the fucking crust in the corner of this guy's mouth. But I have to. Why do we have to look? Why can't we just not look at it? Why do I have to look at your crusty mouth? Anything on a face, you should, your eyes should be able to go anywhere on the face. And have it, like, not be a problem. You know? And then you do have, like, the kind of people that are like, yeah, I know, there's a pimple on my head. And it's like, yo, chill. Why are we going, why are we going from one to a hundred so fast? Let's take our time. You know? And she's like, yeah, I know, I have an ingrown hair. And it's like, dude, I didn't say anything. Just looking. Just having a gander. Why you gotta make my, why you gotta make me feel bad about your face now? You know? But let's be real though. You know that's on your fucking face. I'm gonna look at it. If we work every day together and your face is different, I'm gonna look at it. That's your face, dog. And these are just facts. I came up with a couple of good bits on here. But, you know, listen, we've been doing this for 50 episodes now. Fucking tip-top my lifestyle. It's fucking crazy, bro. It's crazy how fast time goes, man. It, It really does. You ever just see a pimple on someone's face and you're like, dude, I'll give you $100 to let me pop that fucking thing. Please, God. Let me fucking rip your face open. I will give you anything to destroy your face. I don't know what you need. But all I can tell you is what I want. And that's to fucking explode that volcano on your face. No? No one? Just me? I'm telling you. I need to pop that thing thing. Puss is gross, but popping something is not gross. To me. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, you know, I see people in chat saying like, hey, like the pus pus is kinda gross. But the, it, it was just the fucking the the relief you're giving someone is outrageous. You know, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? These are the facts. Um, so listen, uh, this was awesome. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, I think we could wrap this one up because I want to save some of these topics with Michael. We ha- we're having two episodes today. Uh, I'm gonna pull this one, put it on. 
on Spotify so you guys can have the songs and stuff that we did today. Um, but, you know, if you really think about it, popping somebody's face is not that bad. And I'm going to leave you guys with one song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Young Rod. Yeah. You see me on the block, I do that glizzy dance. See you on the block, I do that glizzy dance. See you on the block, I hit that glizzy dance. I'm on the block, I do that glizzy dance. Don't be afraid, hit that glizzy dance. Don't be afraid, hit that glizzy dance. You on a wave, hit that glizzy dance. We make a wave, yeah, that glizzy dance. People on the block, hit that glizzy dance. Your mama in my crib, she hit that glizzy dance. Your girlfriend on my live, I hit that glizzy dance. That glizzy dance, that glizzy dance. Told mama I gotta hit the glizzy. Soon after, I just took a pissy. She told me, Danny boy, is you busy? I said, nah, bitch, I'm trying to hit the glizzy. Catch me on the block, I hit that glizzy dance. Chilling with your mom, I hit that glizzy dance. Bisexual hamster hit that glizzy dance. Gay cowboy hit that glizzy dance. Catch me on the block, we hit that glizzy dance. That glizzy dance. We on the strap, I hit that glizzy dance. Shoulders moving forward, that's that glizzy dance. Pull them shits aside, that's that glizzy dance. On the block, yeah, it's over. Bitch need my payola. Bitch, I'm three years sober. But glizzy, oh, hell nah, it's over. Danny boy on that block, I hit that glizzy dance. Get him pop, yeah, that glizzy dance. Yo, get a mop, yeah, that glizzy dance, that glizzy dance, hit that glizzy dance like, uh, hit that glizzy dance like, fuck, hit that glizzy dance like, oh, hit that glizzy dance like, fuck, hit that glizzy dance. Um. Can we just talk about how fucking fire that song is? Oh, what? What? Uh, Glizzy Dance is outrageous. Glizzy Dance might be the greatest song ever made. And that is just a fact, Jack. Okay? But you want to know what else is a fact? Our fucking patrons of the goddamn show. Okay. Everybody knows this song. Guys, I'm letting you know. Michael and I will be doing another live episode tonight at 10 p.m. So if you want to catch the next one, go for it. We're going to go back to back, back for back, jumps for jumps. We might even play video games, too. So there's that. We're going to have a lot of fun. We might play Mario Party. Um, but let's get to the patrons. Lop Nation CEOs and CFOs, the members of the Patreon. I'm going to go ahead and post the Patreon link in the chat here so you guys can see it. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, letting us get to 50 episodes. Here's to another 50. If it wasn't for 
you guys, I don't know where I'd be, to be honest with you. I, my life would be a mess. It would be in channels. Uh, but let's get into it. Tariq Judah, Allison Mehta, David Simpson, Ivan C. Feliciano, Joseph Arsenal, Josh Kakaki, Kakaki, Kakashi 69 ds Marvel Malang, Moses, Claudio, Nicole Derelou, Nicholas Nielsen, Noah Morheiser, Ryan Blake, The Real Pachu, who's in here, Puerto Rican Pikachu, Tim, Turbo Chubbs, Matthew D. Bower, Bessie, Bronson Link, Harmon, Julia Fisher, Louis Dreyfus, Jackson III, Diggs, Tristan Nelson, Will Whiting, Alessandra, Ashley Sparacino, Chantrell Mayer, Corbin, Damian Tovar, Damn, that's a dub. I love you, Pedro. It's me, Nikki. Jack B. Jade Hubble. Jake Yasenka. Jeremy Overton. Jody Ordanza. John Kaminskis. Callie Hamilton. Linda from Accounting. Michael Tashafi. Neely Thomas. Paolo Xavier, Phyllis Wayne, Ricardo Reyes, Sheila Viejo. Still fat though. The cucumbersome Trevor Joyner, Vanessa Pineda, and at guard from high school. He never went to college. His first name's Danny. Middle name Thick Danny. Dummy Thick Pellegrino Poppy. At Daniel Priori on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and all that stuff. Thank you for everyone that came to High Hangout. Um, and tonight at 10 p.m., Michael and I will be doing another episode. I'm going to go ahead and release this audio uh, so you guys can listen for those that have weren't able to listen um, or watch. So I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for the support and peace. I'm out of here. But I just hope that you guys all have an amazing day. Stay safe. Tell somebody you love them today. And stay naked. Life is good. Don't forget that. Life is also horny. And being horny rules. Be horny today. <laughs>